0: Hey, welcome to The League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. We're now calling it the lockdown. I'm Shanaz. I'm here with my friend Brooksy. Brooksy, what's happening, my man?
1: Shanaz, it's a fourth night in a row. uh, Reporting, rugby league news, uh, coronavirus updates, um, TVs, movies, whatever you name it. Uh, It's been good. How's your day been, actually?
0: Really busy, thank you for asking. It started with a... (laughs) Trip to the supermarket at 7 a.m. and uh, it's finishing with a a date. You you just got home now. (laughs) Well, yeah, there was a whole bunch going on. There was a lineup and uh, it was pretty bizarre circumstances, but uh, yeah, got some, some much needed product. And what else have I been doing? Working from home, just having a league life lockdown day. What about yourself? How was your first day on the gig doing? Don't tell me, League Fox League Live.
1: Yeah, it was good. Well done, Schnaz. You Thank you. you sort of struggled there. Yeah, a bit like myself. No, it was good. <laughs> it was really good. Had Dan Ganane, Blocker, and Cooper Cronk uh, on the show today, which was really good. We had a few interviews with Michael Checker, who's working with the Roosters. That he was really good. We also had Gavin Cooper from the Cowboys. Uh, we showed him so oh, we. We couldn't show him because he was FaceTiming, but we had a look at some of the um, the hairdos he's had in the past, uh, namely the rat's tail at the Titans um, about 10 years ago. Uh, we also got to speak to Jeff Tuvi, one of the greats. Uh, he was at work. It was possibly his, one of his last days at work. And um, we couldn't get on to Ciro, Paul Siroonan. We wanted to have a chat with him about him, him and Blocker's Uh, TV performances in ads, Um, in the past. Remember the lockout? What was it called? The blockout uh, shutters. The the shutters, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Paul Serenin had a few Lowe's ads. uh, Lowe's blockout had an antenna ad, which we didn't get to roll because we didn't have uh, zero. I don't think I was in the antenna. It was good. Yeah, working with um, some of the best there today, and um, they were really good for the ninety minutes we were on. But it's fun. It's fun. It's like doing radio uh, where there's a couple of segs. You're just flowing with the chat. Blocker asked some questions of Cooper about playing with Billy Slater, playing nice. at the Roosters, the grand finals. It was really good, and I think there's a lot of – Opportunity there to talk to our talent and obviously players and coaches and people in other sports too. So the afternoon show had uh, Carmichael Hunt on as well. Mm. We talked to Michael Checker about his tenure at the Wallabies. So it's getting a bit like we're sort of moving away from the NRL as such, moving away from coronavirus. If um, the new, if there's no news, but um, yeah, we it's it's been fun.
0: It seems like a great opportunity, Brooksy, for sports people in the biz to really communicate to their audience and to our audience at Fox. Every day, like on both shows, you see so many really high-profile sports people, administrators, players, coaches, uh, on their FaceTime or their Skype, whatever it is, on their phone, on their Zoom, and they seem really willing and happy to have a chat in these really weird circumstances we're living in.
1: Yeah. It is right. It's um and we're sort of learning on the fly with what works uh on the show. And it's been good to have so... We've had so many people on in the first three days. Yeah. Uh, we're sort of running out of venerable. players. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, we've, you know, we've crossed to England. We've got, like, Jackson Hastings, George Burgess. Michael Vaughan was on this afternoon as well. The cricketer, we obviously went down to Warnie's basement uh, on, the, on day one in the afternoon, which I think Fox Footy have done too. So that basement's getting a bit of a workout even though uh, <laughs> we're, we're social distancing. And I'm sure it's going to get a workout once we're back in um, socialising with each other too. But um, I saw some interesting stats today too. Shaz my area, Wollara, is a hotbed for the coronavirus, as is Waverley. So I've got to be very careful travelling to and from, didn't uh, to and from home to work and the coffee shop, but didn't notice the shire. It sounds like you guys are steering clear. It must have been all those shoeys you guys did a few years ago that's made you immune. You picked up so many so many bacteria that, uh, that help them fight the coronavirus.
0: I hope that doing a shoey means you will be corona-free for life, because I'm sorted thanks to your dare, which we spoke about on the last show. <laughs> but no, there actually yeah. have been some cases here, Brooksy. Uh, we were like one of the first ones to have one. I think we were like number nine or something in the shire. Uh, and night. thats top ten. I think there's been about twenty cases reported. So yeah, uh, you know we're we're uh, we're as filthy as anyone down here.
1: Well, we've seen like a lot of industry um take a hit during this time, shaz and it's safe to say that the um cruise ships will not be getting much of my money going forward. (laughs) What the hell is going on? What how ridiculous was the, what was it, the sea priest, princess or whatever it was, the princess, the Prince Charles. I don't know what the, I don't know what the boat was called. Far out. Oh, yeah. What's ridiculous big, is the fact that they let all of them walk health. into
0: the street and to say, bye-bye, good luck, <laughs> have a good life.
1: Oh, it's, it's amazing. It is truly amazing, like, in this time that that was allowed to happen. But... Oh. Hey, look, I'm no political reporter and you're no political statistician. We should move on into the rugby league realm, hey? Talk for yourself. Oh, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna start off with a story for you, Schnaz, before we get into some um, depressing news for us Dragons fans. Oh. I want to tell you a story about a league player. Sorry, an A-league player, not a league player. A oh, league player, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Tim, Tim Payne. Tim Payne from the Wellington Phoenix. He... Um, he and the Phoenix were over here, obviously, a few weeks ago, when um, there was this the closure of the borders. That that it's not closure of the borders, but uh, people that were travelling um, yeah. in and out of New Zealand and Australia had to go into a self quarantine, uh, self isolation for fourteen days. Yes. So the. The Phoenix and the Victory played a game in Wellington and then um, headed back to Australia and had to quarantine himself for 14 days. And in order to the A-League to continue, the Phoenix decided to stay in New South Wales. Okay. And the Phoenix were located up in Oxford Falls, I think it was, in um, the northern beach, or the North Shore, northern beaches of Sydney. And um, one of their players, Tim Payne, was caught on a golf buggy at around 1:20 a.m. on ch- on the Tuesday, I think it might have been last week or this week, and he was he was pulled over by cops, and he was he was driving under the influence in a golf cart on Wakehurst Parkway. I don't know if you know the Wakehurst Parkway has, but it does not have many lights on it. And he's on there at 1 a.m. Um, after a few Steinlagers. And I'm, I'm guessing it would have been a hell of a ride for young Tim down the, the parkway. I've had some hairy drives down there.
0: Now, can you explain what the – is it you saying the word parkway? What What is that?
1: It's like a – I don't know. It's it's not quite – it's it's larger than an avenue. It's right. not quite a highway. Right. It's um, – it's probably somewhere in between a highway and a road and he's um, on a
0: golf buggy and he's drunk
1: it, i'm just it it basically cuts through from um French's Forest to Narrabeen on the northern beaches so okay. you save a sufficient amount of time going that way rather than doing the long way through DY and Collaroy so that's, that's, you what know, he is, that's what he was doing which is there's a there's Long Reef Golf Course that way, so I don't know if he was trying to look for a um, nine holes, but um, there's there's a, actually a par three course up at Terry Hills he could have got to, and it probably would have been a less hairier ride. So well, I've got a he, question. Obviously... I've got a question. I haven't played yeah, golf yeah. for about
0: fifteen years. Yeah, how fast does a buggy go these days?
1: Mate, if you put a brick on the accelerator, I reckon you could probably get to about 35, 40 km. Cab- Okay. Okay. Um, it, I don't know I was thinking it might have been like Kramer you know when he was turning the four lane highway into a two lane comfort zone when yeah. he was painting the painting the lines yeah. like it would have been you know he's like telling him to go around while <laughs> he's, well, that would have been the sort of speed that Tim was going down the parkway but it is a very dangerous road Um, it, it's good to see that he's that he's alright he's very remorseful for what's happened the Phoenix were having an amazing season Shnaz one of the one of the greatest seasons in A League history. And it's just a shame that this has come out. But it got me thinking, Schnaz. Um mm. what what's one of your famous um golf buggy stories from your uh past around Kareela Golf Club?
0: Well, you know Kareela Golf Club well and uh
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, really have one too, of these
0: I don't have too many golf buggy stories, to be honest. I was always a bit of a walker. It was pre knee injury, so I was okay.
1: Yeah. What's yeah. your story? But
0: you must have a story, well, a golf buggy story.
1: Yeah, I've um we've had a few uh, boozy golf days on the Northern Beaches. Sure. <laughs> Funnily enough, uh, sure. We play for the Lumpwood or I haven't played the last few years, but a few of the guys that I went to school with and um either side of our year have played in a tournament at Longy. Um around Christine where we play it's basically a beer a hole sort of tournament and um yeah, we get the buggies. There's been a few incidents but um we try and leave them in the past,ners. No. But um, yeah, we've had a, we've had a funny one at Wakehurst Golf Club as well. It's been good. But my golf story that sort of ties in with this is um, Tommy Travoyevich had a cracking game on Saturday yeah. at Wyckart, yeah. and then the next day won the Stableford Championship at Monavel Golf Club, forty-two, <laughs> so, shot a forty-five, it's and true, so true he, all he's had one of the best um, league golf weeks yeah so yeah uh tommy congratulations tim um you're a good you're a good man and i'm sure things will be going up shortly he's in lockdown he can think about what he's done (laughs) Uh, um, and we'll we'll move on because there's there's a he's in the new zealand lockdown that started at uh 12 a.m yes this morning No, no 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 it's the new zealand lockdown but um the greatest prime minister i mean the um Jacinda. Yeah. So before uh, before we went
0: on air you were telling me how much you love the New Zealand <laughs> Prime Minister. Uh, uh, I agree. I fan. love it too. A lot of us are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I it just yeah, there's got to be a movie made about her one day. Who would do play you, her, chat? Who do you reckon?
0: Who would play Jacinda? Uh, uh, was it
1: Zena? She's Kiwi.
0: Oh, you going with Kiwis? I was going to say No, I don't know. I was, was going to say Demi Moore.
1: Demi more. Would Demi play? No, it's got to be young. Oh, sorry. Demi is youngish. ish Demi or Demi? I don't know. But, um, I don't know.
0: <laughs> now, it's funny that... Uh, I yeah, about... I don't
1: know. I was thinking, I was thinking maybe uh, um, Jennifer Lawrence. I, 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 she could probably do a New Zealand accent.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny we're talking yeah. about New Zealand because uh,
1: yeah.
0: I'm talking to the Warriors member number... 26112 <laughs> Oh bonus. yes, presence.
1: Yeah. And and you know, I, I was I was so proud to be a member today Shnaz and see what they're doing for their club, the players specifically. There was yeah. an article on stuff.com.co.nz. So I I'm loving the New Zealand stories at the moment Shnaz. I don't know what it is about them, but god they're providing good content and good humans. Um, so the players dipped in their own pockets this week to keep the um, club and staff afloat. So they're they're taking a bit of a pay cut themselves in order to keep the club going and to save as many jobs as possible um, while the NRL is shut down. It's it's an amazing gesture. They've, like There's been so much commentary about the Warriors in recent years, about their culture and everything about the club. Yep. And they're never going to win a premiership. But... You look at what's happened in the last 12 months just as a, a quick sample. Everyone that retired last year, they sat around and they spent 10, 15, 20 minutes with those players afterwards and and really delved deep into the, the players' respective careers. Yep. Um, and they were very emotional moments. I did quite a few Warriors games at the back of the year. And even I remember Cooper talking about it on one of the shows last week. He he was very touched by what they did um, yeah. when they played the Roosters, and then you see what they did at the start of this year in terms of staying in the in the country to allow the competition to have eight games a week for the first yeah. two rounds, and then they're doing this. It's just I I don't know. Like there was a lot a lot of knocks on Stephen Kearney um, throughout last year as well, but. I think this team, you know, what they're establishing here in terms of not just on the field, but, off, you know, the results on the field haven't been so good in the last 12 months. But what they're establishing off the field and what they represent is just amazing. They're representing a country too. And it's amazing what they're doing, Shnaz. What, th- what have been your thoughts on the Warriors?
0: Well, I completely agree about Stephen Kearney. Um, anyone who would ever fault him as a man probably hasn't either dealt with him or followed his career very well. He's... He's a real stand-up fellow and a good human. He's intelligent. And, you know, I'm not being smart, but in the game we follow and love, that's not always the case with a lot of these people. And I was going to... You're 100% right about the way they respect the cultures and the way they respect the retirements. I wanted to ask you about your, the first point you were hinting at, where a lot of people, mainly more from the fans, but you do hear it in the media, they question, shall we say, the Warriors toughness, they question their work ethic, their ability to, you know, see out a game. You know where I'm going with this. Is yeah. that a, is Is that, am I crazy? <laughs> am I crazy or is it a racial thing? Is that bordering on racial?
1: No, I, I don't think so.
0: Because I, I feel really I can... awkward whenever someone says it, to
1: be honest. it's. I think it's going to... That sort of thing's going to come up, you when you are thinking about the Warriors being the only team from New Zealand and the rest of them coming from Australia. I think I don't think it is racial. I don't know. I think mm. it's just a stigma that they've had. They've never okay. won a premiership as well, so. But I, I can't talk like I, I don't really have an issue with the Warriors ever. I've ever had an issue with the Warriors. Mm. Um, I think they've been they've been great when they came in in ninety five as the Auckland Warriors and represented the country they they realized that the country was getting behind them and they wanted the country to get behind them so they changed their name to the New Zealand Warriors and just go with the Warriors now but I, I think that what they provide not only to New Zealand but Australia like there's so many expats over yeah. here too, so but I think you know you look at Warriors fans they're pretty of, uh, accepting of what um, their situation is since they've been in the NRL in terms of their success and been to a couple of grand finals but haven't quite got over the line. But, you know, I, I this, is the te- this is the team you want in the competition. You, yeah. They they are such good um, representatives of the game on and off the field and yeah. I don't care if they don't win a premiership. As a member, you know, we we will try and we will endeavour to, to, to win one, a premiership one, and I'm sure they're trying to do that for us members. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just, I just couldn't help. But like, you know, you see some of the quotes from the article too, Shnaz, and yeah. it's, just, it's just spot on with their thought. And you see, we, we spoke about it last night. Five teams have let go of staff members in the coaching, coaching staff, in the admin side of things. The NRL's pretty much put everyone on leave. Yeah. These guys are like, you know what? We're taking a cut. So it will enable um, the, the, the company, the team to be together for as long as we possibly can. Yep. Who knows, New Zealand are going through that lockdown at the moment and things could really clear up and the team could be out, you know, training and doing things in the community in in, in in a short time. Yeah, And this is why they probably see that, you know, if we can do this now, we can hold on for a couple of months. We might not be playing NRL games in um, Australia just yet, but we can do stuff with the community and help everyone rebound back. And I, I'm sure that's part of the process too for them.
0: Now, Brooksy, you're also a member of uh, the Dragon Army. Not officially,
1: uh, but yeah, yeah I am. Oh, sorry, uh, I forgot about last night. These episodes are
0: flying by, I d can't keep up. You're not you're not a member of the Dragon uh, Army, which is pretty shameful to be if I'm going to yeah, to I was gonna speak to man to man, like what the heck's going on there? Yeah. Well I work on the game, I can't go to the games. Okay, Brooksy. Yeah, uh, well, no, it's not a
1: very good excuse but. Well, yeah,
0: what, if you were years, member, hey? if you were a member you'd be tearing that membership up because you're telling me you are potentially going to lose your best player in Tyson Frizzell, someone I know very well.
1: Yeah, ex-Sharky grew up down the South Cahoon Wollongong. I it, it's disappointing to hear. We've heard news throughout since the nines, since the preseason that he was in talks with the Knights. He was, uh, you know, juggling up whether he was going to stay in Wollongong or take the money and go to Newcastle. But it was reported today in The Telegraph by Michael Carianis and it's on the Fox Sports website now, that it looks like he's signing a three-year, $2.1 million deal oh. to go to the Knights.
0: Now, Brooksy, dumb that down for me. What's that per year?
1: $700,000, Shaz. Um, as... In a normal sense, uh, and in a normal climate, mm. I would hope that we would match that. I think he's very valuable to the team. He's uh, obviously a vice captain of the team at the moment. Whilst Cameron McInnes was was out, he was um, co-captain, sorry, with the with the Dragons at first two games with Benny Hunt. But, I, I, like, if the Knights have, so I don't know if the Knights have signed off on this before. Yeah. Um, what's happened yeah. or, you know, this is something that will be happened. There's been a verbal agreement there. Um, it's crazy. It's like the the Telegraph were reporting, it was pretty negotiated before the coronavirus crisis. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think...
0: Because if we're talking about... million
1: over three years.
0: Yeah. If we're talking... We're going to lose
1: million-dollar players.
0: Yesterday, we were talking about players being overpaid and yep. everyone's already been talking about players having to take cuts and i mean he's a really good player and i would definitely spend yep. a chunk on him i don't know in this climate this day and age right now today if i would spend that much on him but i will say you're losing someone really good and they're getting someone really good if that's the case
1: yeah yeah it's um it's crazy it's it's crazy that i i just can't get over the money like I, look I, I don't fault the Knights in a sense. Like, prior to what's happened, yeah, 700000 is a is a decent deal for an Australian and New South Wales rep. But going forward, with the negotiations that are happening at the moment between yeah. the RLPA and the NRL, where yeah. our players are looking to take a pay cut, um, you know, potentially that the salary cap will probably shift over that, the period of that contract it's it's going to be interesting to see what that probably equates to in um in in terms of salary cap percentage in terms of where else in the league who else in the league gets that sort of money so we're we're this, saying we're ooh, saying that it's a spicy one
0: we're saying that 700,000 was before the NRL shut down that that's the figure they were talking yeah. about okay so that in yeah. theory that well I mean, how do how 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 do you, how does how do the Knights handle this? How does Brazil handle it? Does he just say, well, you offered me that. That's what I'm coming for. Otherwise, I don't think so. Like, I wonder how that plays out.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it goes through, Schnaz, like as is. Like, if that's what's been negotiated, oh, surely the Knights will be like, look, we have to reassess this. Like, I... um, da- Bedsy, one of our great mates, is GM of the Knights up there. He's mm. probably, it's probably one of the things that, He's um, thinking about at the moment, like in terms of, yeah, we negotiated this contract, but I don't know if we can going forward, put in that sort of money over the next three years for one player.
0: I would have thought that all contracts and talks were kind of on hold for the moment. I mean, maybe not the talking, but the dealing and the wheeling, so to speak, wheeling and dealing. I I would have thought, yeah, we can't really go any further than we really want you and you want us. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Yeah, well, we were reporting earlier today that, you know, there was going to be uh, massive pay cuts to players. It was on, on when we were on Fox League Live. It was one of the talking points we did with um, Paul Kent when we were chatting about Shane Richardson. And it was looking looking at 87% of wages were going to be slashed of player, player salaries. Like that's the sort of pay cut that they were going to get. Um, that was just a figure that was um, – that was mentioned in the Herald. Mm. Uh, it's it's <laughs> that's a massive amount. So you think it, like if Frizzles negotiated that, like you think maybe he's going to get a pay cut? But he's like, this is the reason I'm relocating from Wollongong to Newcastle. I'm I'm thousand is right in my wheelhouse in terms of what I think I'm worth and and to relocate my family from Wollongong to Newcastle.
0: I'll tell you what I like. I like Clemmer and Frizzell in the one pack. Holy heck.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the Safidi brothers looked really good the first two weeks. Shaz. They looked a lot fitter. You're adding Frizz to an edge. You've already got Fitzgibbon, Mitch Barnett, a very good forward pack. you got your boy Jaden Braley there. He will be recovering over the next yeah. year, as we mentioned yeah. a couple of pods ago. So they're really solidifying that forward pack. So they've got some, you know, ex... Well, they've got two ex-Queenslanders on the bench in Aidan and in Glasby, I think. Yeah. They, they've got some good depth there heading into 2021 at least. Um, but, yeah, like how much money, you know, can – I don't know. I don't know if this contract sticks, mate. I I, I think that uh, – Yeah. I, I, I'm disappointed that he's leaving the Dragons and I'm all for him, you know, um, getting a fresh start. I believe there that was a big reason in terms of um, him negotiating with other clubs. There was some um, – there's some, there's some reasons, not just the football team, uh, into yeah. why he's sort of looking around. But, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting storyline over the next couple of months.
0: Now, you mentioned a figure that has mattered in my life a long time ago, not so much recently, uh, Shane Richardson, South's GM. You're telling me yeah. today that he has resigned.
1: Yeah, he's walked away from the Rabbit Ocean as he's, um, he's, be- he's been at the club for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it looks like he's going to be leaving early. He's the general manager of football at the Rabbitohs, a highly paid position. It seems like it's a bit of a selfless sort of um, walk away. It's a selfless act in him walking away from the club. Uh, there's some, there was some crazy uh, quotes from it, you know, from, from his uh, press press release in terms of saying that you know the cost of having me remain in the football department was one of the largest costs and as a club we need to cut the cloth and suit the suit. Well, it's unbelievable. I I just think the GM of football is someone that would be quite an important role to have in a club, particularly in these circumstances, sort of managing the football department and working out who they've got. You see later in the press conference, he's rattling off names throughout the club. And it's like, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's a good thing that he's put his hand up for the club to move on. But somewhat of his experience, like he's been around the league for a long time. I think he went to South after um, he established Penrith as a premiership winner back in the early 2000s. So he's been there for, I think, at least 15 years. So it's a a big move and and we're losing someone that... um, is probably one of those leaders that was that was real. Like he was on NRL three hundred and sixty earlier in the week, and he was very it. emotional in in terms of in terms of what he thought the NRL and the and and its stakeholders needed to do. And he's leading by example right now by leaving the club and you know allowing them to spend his money elsewhere. He's still going to be a consultant going forward, but yeah, it's a it's a big loss.
0: So Richo came to the Sharks with Johnny Lang. Uh at the in the yeah. mid 90s early to mid 90s and they formed a That's really great. Yep. really great team uh on the field and off the field uh a lot of success they made i think the finals every year but one maybe out of the eight or nine years they did it together and then they both went to penrith and within what a year they won the comp there yeah as you say went to south during the rebuild and you've seen what he's done there as well. Richo won't be and lost to the, the drought as well. Yeah, and he won't be lost to the game. It's Richo's like a cockroach in a nuclear war. Like he just hangs around. <laughs> <laughs> he hangs around rugby league. It's in his blood. He's not going anywhere. Uh he he probably needs a break to be fair and if he's doing it for those reasons then good on him. I think that's really admirable. Um Souths in the last what 5 years they've always had a big staff and, and quality staff. And under Wayne Bennett, they'll be just fine. And I think he knows that. As you said, he hinted at all the other people, Blake Sol and yeah. all the other people involved in the admin. He's yeah. leaving it in pretty good hands. So it'll be very interesting to see where he goes next.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's interesting too, as with Bennett at the start of the year, saying it's possibly his last year at South. I don't know mm-hmm. if you might extend it one more year due to what, what's been happening, but, yeah, imagine losing Richardson and Bennett in um, in less than 12 months. Yeah. Uh, they're getting... They've got a good roster next year. I think Jai is going to be in a, ma- a massive inclusion for them um, off the back of them losing Sammy Burgess this year. Yeah. He's going to fill that forward pack nicely. Arrow and Murray, that's a, that's a salivating combination in the forward pack alone. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad to see him go... Uh, yeah, he's been a bit of a character. I remember him getting quite emotional during the Bunnies win. You know, he's been, and he was there for the – I think he was just as emotional in the Penrith one as well against the Roosters in 03. Was <laughs> it 03? Yeah, I 03, always get yeah. those years in yeah. start, mate. Second best grand um, final of all yeah, time. But, yeah, I know 2010 was pretty good. Um, and <laughs> But, yeah, like it's, it's just sad. Like we're seeing people, it's like every day we're seeing someone um, leave the game, whether it's temporary or, or permanent. Like, I wonder, or he's still going to be around. He's still consulting. Yeah. consulting. But yeah, we'll
0: see. I wonder if he was on the verge though anyway, or if, if he was thinking at the end of the year he'd do it. I, I'm not saying he was. I just wonder if that was somehow in the equation or if it was that abrupt. He went, you know what? Everyone's losing their jobs. I'm on this amount of money. I'm going to go. I, it's, it'd be interesting yeah. to hear uh, what he says. If he if he says it, I did want to say something, Brooksy, you know how you and I are obsessed with Craig Bellamy in the coaching box and people who've listened to our podcast before have heard us talk about it and our friends know about it. But if you don't know that Brooksy and I are obsessed with uh, Craig Bellamy in the coaching box and not a weekend goes by where I don't send you a text or a steal or a little video of Craig Bellamy going in slow motion and yeah. I wanted to talk to you about the assistant coach at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. His name is Jason... Dimitriou. Dimitriou. I want yeah. you and all of our listeners to keep an eye on him in the coach's box when they go back out onto the field in a few months or whenever it's going to be because he's a pretty interesting character to watch. He uh, lets his emotions fly. If you want to watch the... Uh, I think it was the last South's game, either. Round two, I think it was, where Latrell might have bugged something up, and he let an explete fly, and then the words Latrell. Yeah, <laughs> he, he wears his heart in his sleeve, so just keep an eye on Jason for me.
1: Mate, no, you know when you you go back over all the Rabbitos Broncos games yes. since Bennett and Seibold changed, you've been watching. You see, you see the Bennett bo- box shot. Oh, uh, can I say it? Can you?
0: Yeah, you just yeah, said it. No. it's fine.
1: The coaching box shot yeah. and you see Bennett's just calm as doing his thing, you know, just sort of talking out the side of his mouth. But Demetrio is going off. Like yeah. he, he loves that rivalry. Yeah. You can tell he just loves I think there was a few fist pumps and a few ah, get that up yeah. yeah. last time that bunnies line yeah. up in Brizzy. Yeah. Uh, it is a it is a we we plug it as a Seabold Bennett rivalry. And but it is, it's a cheeky good rivalry over the last <laughs> Yeah. It. It's like yeah possibly one of the better ones yeah for sure yeah
0: now yeah, Brucey, sure. <laughs> before before we uh head off into the night as we do uh yeah you had a subject for us didn't you a light, more light-hearted on the way out of this podcast question what did you have for us
1: yeah so put out the feelers tonight for any questions to come out we didn't get too many because it was only a half-hour, hour ago before um, we started recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of our listeners from the uh, olden days, Gav, who stored up all the podcasts so far, he's going listen to listen to it on his commute home. Wow. He actually came up with a question himself. He okay. was like, what are your TV and streaming recommendations, oh, Do you have... He, he's been a big fan of uh, Curb in the past. He's um He actually asked if we'd seen the latest season of Curb. So he's got a couple of good eps to listen to coming up. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Um, But, yeah, what would be your recommendations for Gav, Shaz?
0: Well, I'm not sure about related to that fantastic show that you mentioned, but a show that I'm really, really into and I can't wait to watch every day. Um, There's three seasons of it, one more to come on the Netflix is a show called Atypical with my boy Michael Rappaport and yeah, it's good. Who is the leading lady? Remind me who it is.
1: Uh, oh, I've just had a mental blank. You're <laughs> killing me. I think
0: she's an You're Oscar winner. She's It is. What's the name?
1: A... Um, yeah, wait. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's let's go to a break and uh, come back <laughs> with more TV recommendations. Uh, it's Jennifer Jason Leigh. Jennifer
0: Jason Leigh, of <laughs> course. <laughs> And a fantastic show called Atypical, and it's essentially yeah. about a family and a boy who I think suffers a form of autism Autistic. and goes to school. And, yeah. uh, but fantastic. It's a, a dramedy. It's drama with a bit of comedy, yeah. and I love that show, so I definitely recommend that as of late. Uh,
1: what How else? about a recommendation that's not the enemy schnaz? Some, what, something people can watch on Foxtel.
0: <laughs> I love Foxtel. I love Fox Sports. Hello, yeah. Steve and Joe. We know you're listening.
1: Uh, yep. What do you
0: recommend on Foxtel?
1: I I caught a bit of it tonight. I think it has potential. I've not I've just watched the fourth episode of the current season. Dave. Okay. It's about a, a rapper called Little Dicky. Yep. Um, and there's been some really good gags, like Kerb-style gags in it. I think um, it's I think made it could be something by the producers to watch. of Kerb. Of Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes. Oh, Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes. Jeff Schaefer, I think, is involved in it. Okay. So that could be something. Um, I've, I've been watching Westworld. It is a, it's a crazy show. It is it's crazy. Good acting in it. My boy, Marshawn Lynch, is in it this season. Um, he's and crazy, one of my too. other boys, Scott Muscooty, Kid Cuddy, um, as ah. uh, musician fans would, would yes. know him as. Yes. He's in it. Uh, and yeah, the regular cast is back for another season. Right, yeah, uh, Thandie Newton, she's awesome in it. Uh, it's been good, crazy couple of eps, but I'm uh, okay. getting into it. Okay. Um, my, the enemy recommendation enemy, yeah. on the Netflix like yep. is it's coming out tomorrow, Schnaz, and I know you're excited for it, even though you might not know it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Is Ozark. Oh, really? Jason season... Bateman, Laura Linney, season three. Season three. Season three. Season three. Yeah. Man.
0: You know how, you, know how I... you feel about the New Zealand so Prime Minister?
1: Good. That's how I feel about yeah. uh, Laura Linney. Oh, wow. Uh, good. <laughs> You're, taking decisions. Um,
0: <laughs> You're taking it back. And I also feel that way about Jason Bateman. No, 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 no. What a fantastic uh, yeah. they are. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, Bateman. It's just, yeah, Bateman's awesome. He's always good. I don't, I don't care. When he's cotton. No, no what's his name in, um, in Dodgeball? We didn't even get to mention that yesterday. I think it's Cotton. Now, sp- <laughs>
0: speaking of yesterday, Brooksy, we asked everyone yeah. what their favorite sports films were, and my friend Michael yeah. from Canberra uh, must have listened overnight, and he said that he loved a hockey film called Goon. Have you heard of that
1: one? Oh, is that um Stifler? I think Stifler's yes, in that yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. He yeah. said it was
0: really good, so I'm going to check that
1: out. I had people come up to me today and call me and text me and uh, MySpace me uh, that surprised that Rocky wasn't in anyone's uh, top <laughs> that's movie. A,
0: that's a fantastic point. I'm a huge Rocky fan, and I feel ashamed. My favorite Rockies are Rocky 1 and Rocky 6, known as Balboa. Balboa is a piece of art, Brooksy, If you haven't seen it, came out around two thousand and ten, and it was, as quoted by Sylvester Stallone, it was an, an apology, because of how bad Rocky Five was, and I can tell you, Rocky Five was really bad. Rocky yeah, Six, yeah. Rocky Six is a piece of art, man. It's beautiful.
1: What do you think of the Creed movies, Creed One and Two?
0: I'm a big fan. I, I really like the idea of it. I like the fact that it's not just all about Sly and Rocky. It's uh, it's if you don't know who Creed is, Creed was Rocky's main opponent opponent in Rocky One and Two. Apollo Creed, and uh, he featured Carl in three, Weathers. In, yeah, he featured in Three and One three, of the greats. Four for a little bit.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, but I love Creed because our man Michael B. B. Jordan, Jordan is his son, and he's a fantastic actor, and I. I'm a huge yep. fan of the nostalgia. You know I love Cobra Kai and shows like that where they able to go back into the past at all these classic shows and films without, um, you know, without making a lot of them. And I think Creed's, it's pretty good. Like it's not amazing, it's not perfect, but it's, you know, seven and a half, yeah. eight out of ten. Enjoyable. Yes. I but loved
1: I, Creed too, I right? Yeah, I, I thought it was so good. I I really enjoyed it. Like Dolph Lundgren coming Am- back in it. Amazing. And Bridget Nicholson was in it. Yeah. it was it was amazing. I loved um, Wood Harris's cameo in it. Remember as one of the trainers. Um, yeah. We know him as um, Avon Barksdale in The Wire. Yes, and he's one of your. Reg- he's, wasn't he wasn't he used to be a regular on um, Rappaport's podcast. He he was he was yes. good value. Yes. And, Sly was amazing in it with his squeezy ball.
0: Yeah, you know, so whoever good. whoever it was, all those people that mentioned it to you, uh, I stand yeah. and I applaud them and I stand with my head in shame because I love Rocky and I can't believe we didn't
1: mention Hang it. Hang your head in shame. I was talking Hang about it Mickey, in shame. I was, I was
0: talking about Mickey Rourke in a sports entertainment film. It wasn't even a sports uh, film. So uh, yeah, yeah, Rocky. So no what's wrestler. your favourite Rocky? What's your favourite Rocky?
1: Um, I don't really have a favorite. I love the first one; it's so good. It's yeah. well shot. It's just like it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, just uh, just his acting in it is just so. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's, it's so sly. It's just good. It's interesting um, when beard. you look at it
0: how they how they grow from one, two, three, four, five, six. You know, by the time they hit three, three and four were like these over the top huge budget as in like big stars and just yeah. storylines obviously four was very much driven by you know america's hatred for russia cash <laughs> no. and ca- yeah. cash too but you get to five and five <laughs> is like five is watchable but as as far as yeah, the yeah. whole story and the arc goes it's as I said the word shameful before, it's kind of shameful. Tommy Gunn. Now, have you seen the, the ESPN 30 for 30 on Tommy Gunn, the real-life Tommy Gunn? No, I haven't. No, no.
1: Ah. I will uh, endeavour th- to watch that over this very,
0: period. Very sad story. I'll leave it at that. But I, be, I, has, there's, there's,
1: a, there's going to be an amazing ESPN doco come out. Well, we've been told it's June, but it could be earlier due to the fact that the uh, NBA um, will find it very hard to come back. It's the final dance. It's a, I think it's a ten episode series about the last Jordan season at the Bulls.
0: Oh yeah, uh, when right,
1: they yeah. won their sixth championship, there was some shit go, oh, shit going down mm. during that last season in terms of infighting and just Jordan being an asshole. And Ooh. I honestly like Jordan is my favourite sports star of all time, um, but he's like getting in depth into that Bulls team. It's going to be insane. It's going to be so much fun to watch. All the, There's Rodman, there's Pippen, there's Phil Jackson, there's Steve Kerr, Michael Jordan. Luke Longley was there just like absorbing it all in. Uh, it's going to be fair. It's going to be very good. Utah, Kyle, Kyle Malone and John Stockton stopping them again. It's, was, oh, was, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Was
0: Jordan always that way inclined, being a bit nasty, or was it just yeah. that... He was.
1: Yeah, he um, he was his his aggression, his um, competitiveness was just next level. Like it's we, nothing that you see today. Are we? Well, talking, Kobe was probably the closest.
0: Are we talking off the court though as well or not?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, he's definitely definitely in in anything. It was like whether it was golf or playing pool. Or oh, just baseball. walking down the street, <laughs> playing. Ball. Well, yeah, baseball is a different story. Um, but yeah, he's such a competitive. He's just a massive competitor, and right. he was on the court, and he was at training, and he. You hear stories of Kobe when Kobe passed away about how he was at training and with people like Jordan. He got that from Jordan. He he idolized Jordan, and you could. You can. I just can't wait to see the the inside stories. I he, you know, hear all the stories, see all the vision of the trainings and just the yeah. just the competitiveness that he brought the best out of his team. They went 6-0 and in final Schnaz. They never lost a finals match. Yeah. Uh, sorry, a final series. They did yeah. lose a couple of finals matches. But, you know, he's got all those iconic moments. He just rose above the pack in terms of those matchups. And I, I just can't wait. He's the greatest sportsman of my time, I, I feel. And I just can't wait to delve a bit deeper into it. No, there's no one, no one, no one schnaz. Well, No one comes close to MJ.
0: Well, I want to talk to you perhaps on our next episode about uh, the loss of Kobe and how it has impacted your life and how it's impacted the yeah. world. We're not going to do it now because the brother ain't got That's time a good for that idea. kind of stuff. But I'm very interested because yeah. you and I Let's... haven't really even talked about it. So uh, we'll no, write it we down. No, we haven't. If you're listening to this and you have thoughts on Kobe, yeah, send them in to us, uh, and we will discuss that as well. But I Bruxy, think favorite moments, yeah.
1: stories, everything like, yeah. you know, he had a he had a few moments in his career. Um, we'll that, talk about those, uh, yeah, 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 that are just amazing to talk about. But yeah, yeah I'd love to delve into that at some stage now. So yeah, because yeah, I am up, I am more that. of
0: a a novice when it comes to that kind of thing and that kind of sport because I. Haven't followed it except for the last sort of three or four years. I know about the history. I know about Larry Bird, yeah. but uh, obviously with his death and the the mass coverage of it, I learned a lot that I didn't know, and uh, and remembered stuff that I did know. So yeah, let's talk about that on the next episode. But Brooksy, I've got to fly, man. Sounds good. No to, worries, mate. Got to, got to no, it's up, been good. Got it uploaded. This thing won't upload in itself. Uh, it's been no fantastic. Worries, man. Uh, You sound beautiful as opposed opposed to last night when you sounded a bit scratchy, so we apologise to (laughs) everyone listening for that, you sound a lot better tonight, and that's on me as much as you. And, um, Brooksy, can people get in touch with us somehow? I don't know. You tell me. Of course they can.
1: We are active on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook now, guys. So, just on on all three sites, you can do at League Life NRL, Mm -hmm. that'll bring us... That'll bring you to our pages. Just send us in questions, topics, whatever you think, uh, best shows, worst shows, recommendations, uh, what, what room Shanae should do the podcast from, yeah. anything. Anything you want to ask us, we will endeavor to answer. Uh, so it's at Life NRL on Twitter. On Facebook and on Instagram, our podcast is on iTunes and Spotify. It's Just everywhere, look up League Life.
0: It's everywhere. It's yeah, uh, it's, it's doing on, well. It's on Deezer in Europe. It's, uh, it's Deezer. On, it's on. Gosh, I can't think of any. I think it's on Google Podcasts. It's on most of the platforms. If It's not on your favorite Wooshka. platform. Yeah, definitely. Wish.
1: SoundCloud no SoundCloud no SoundCloud oh so no SoundCloud
0: <laughs> everyone but SoundCloud thanks for having us SoundCloud
1: thank you thanks uh, but if it's, your favorite, right if it's not on your
0: favourite uh, platform and you want us to put it on there we can definitely see about that but it, it honestly it's in a lot of places now so uh, thank you very much for listening yeah. and get in touch with us as Brooksy said and Brooksy I'm going to fly like the white guy that I am I don't know why I said that <laughs> I will see you see you later
1: Marcus Bye for now Shnaz